I believe that together we can make America great again. There it is. There it is. Happy Friday. You know what that means. A wife privilege episode of Everybody Calm Down. Good afternoon, everybody. Happy Friday to you, the listener. Jimmy Fallon here, host of this fine uh, radio house of ill repute, head writer for the Kennedy program on Fox Business. You can watch it Monday through Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can also now hear me twice a week at the New York Post, host of the Blue Rush, New York Giants, New York Post football podcast, which is a lot to spit out. Never mind that it sounds like a Gatorade flavor. I sound like I went from shilling for Michter's to shilling for Gatorade, which is not true. Uh, I'm, I'm here, still sponsored by the fine folks at the Michter's Distillery. Uh, never find a better product made by better people anywhere on the planet. I do mean that, and it is the manifesto for the show. We don't care what your political affiliation is. We don't care if you're a Republican. We don't care if you're a Democrat. We just want you to be a Michter's guy. What I mean by that is you don't even have to buy the product. You just have to behave like the people who make it. Meaning don't let your uh, politics define you or complicate your life. Don't be an a-hole. Long story short, be low maintenance. Don't be somebody who complicates things for others or fights political battles online all day because nobody cares anyway. No one's changing anybody's mind at the end of the day. But but now's no time for my take on the world because I've got a a co-host to introduce. This, uh, This woman joins me every Friday. The wife privilege episode of uh, this show. Uh, not only is she a brilliant school teacher, a fantastic mother, but I consider her a so-so spouse. Uh, please welcome the great Jenny Fela to the airwaves. Hello. Jenny Fela. Hi. How you doing? Uh, probably the first podcast in the history of podcasts that's going to open with an apology from one co-host to the other. So oh, get yeah. going. Yeah, get going. <laughs> I'm waiting. Get going. You thought I was apologizing. <laughs> Last week, Jenny and I bragged on the show. Not bragged. Just acknowledged the fact that we, we only fight like five times a year because yeah. we're so dead on the inside at this point. It's like you can't emotionally upset either one of us at this, right, you know. Right, right. Uh, anyway, um, we, we, we didn't really have a fight, but we were oh. at odds last weekend on the way to a, a family function. Yeah. I wouldn't say it was I a mean, fight. No, we were yelling at no, each other. No. You were being a bit of a monster. And you And I you reined it being, in. No. Oh, is no, what you I didn't. think happened. <laughs> Okay. For people listening, okay, what we do every Friday on the show is Jenny and I come on, we talk about our marriage, talk about other marriages. So I don't know, it's like a little bit of a give back, but it really is like a, a, a cheap form of therapy for us because we don't get to talk a lot during the week. Mm-hmm. So we like to work our way through things. Before we start working our way through this one, uh, tell me what <laughs> this Friday's Michter's cocktail is. Yeah, please because do, because we we're going to need, need this. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> Jenny, let's get started. Get on this. pouring. What'd you make me? What did you make me so you I can what? sip it? I, I went, uh, you know, sweet and simple this week. Just a whiskey highball. Oh, it's two ounces of the Michter's US one rye, five ounces of soda water, and a lemon twist. Five ounces. So back that you know? up. It's new. It's 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 rye, mm-hmm. soda water, mm-hmm. and, and a lemon, lemon twist. twist. Pretty basic, Just not that basic, hard to make. You know, when you got a good product, you don't really have to oh, zhuzh it up such so a much. Shill. Yeah, are you trying to steal my sponsorship? <laughs> now that I'm, now that I've moved gal. over to the post, be yeah. a Mictor's gal. Yeah, with Joe, well, you were not a Mictor's gal last week, but here's, oh come on, here's to you, Jenny. I love you, babe. Happy Cheers. Friday, America. Come on, man. Oh, that's good. 
it's very good. Now, I will tell you this as someone who drinks a lot of straight whiskey, mm-hmm. I'd rather just drink the straight whiskey. Yeah. Because it's almost like it's the way I feel sometimes about lingerie. <laughs> oh, boy. No, no, it's okay. great. It presents well, but you're just getting it out of the way anyway. <laughs> Like, I just want the rod, you know? <laughs> this is like liquid lingerie. Right. It, it looked wonderful in the glass. I'm looking right. at it right now. It's sexy. Right. But, you uh, know, for a lot of people, they might not, They, they want to cut it. Yeah. They want to cut it you know, a little it's bit. it's strong if you want, you know. I would say this, too, um, as someone who's pretty fluent in all, mic- all things mictors at this point, uh, mm-hmm. at least according to local law enforcement anyway, <laughs> <laughs> they consider me a connoisseur, if you will. <laughs> um, I like... I am more partial towards the unblended American whiskey. Mm-hmm. So smooth. Remember I drank it out back with Sean Flynn, yeah. Gotham Comedy Club booker one day? Yep. And just quietly had no idea we put away like three bottles of it. <laughs> it was great. It was like the best thing. I mean, Sunday you guys didn't know, but everybody else I mean, was well, the, watching. The people pulling me out of that pond sure knew. Uh, but it's just so smooth. And oddly enough, it is probably um, at the best price point of any product. It's like a $40, $45 bottle of whiskey. Fantastic. So I, you know, I'm not fancy, Jenny. No, Fella. no. You might think I am. Yeah. You know, you hear this accent, you think this is a class oh, guy. Completely. Yeah. But back to you Finishing and me, baby. school. Back to you and me. Makers, they got enough plug out of us. We're drinking their <laughs> booze and singing their praises. Took it to a party last week. Oh, we did. It oh, was, whoa. You know, did we ever? You came running in. <laughs> <This> with, is, <laughs> and my friend's sister goes, what did he just run in with? Like, And I go, you brought some Mictors. <laughs> and let me just jump in. I ran in with a sexy bottle. Mm-hmm. of a 10-year rye, 10-year small batch rye, mm-hmm. and it was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Drinking it with Sean Barry. Yes. Who's the day-to-day producer of the show. Yes. You guys, uh, you guys, uh, you, you liked it because I was helping <laughs> my friend clean up after the party and it was an empty bottle. Oh, no, no. We, we, me and Sean, show, you know, we, we're showing good. up. No. Yeah, it's a varsity game if we show up. And, and, and we showed up, Jenny Fela. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but, but I'll tell you who's not showing up, and this is important. Uh, I don't know if you saw this. But Prince Harry, Meghan Markle, Mm -hmm. just announced, (laughs) this is great, they're taking a six-week break from royal duties. Okay. uh, Just to get some family time. Good. I I can get behind that. No. They have a new baby. Yeah, and life is hard for them. Those Netflix videos aren't going to watch themselves. You know what I mean? (laughs) Let's think about how hard they work, Jenny. No, you know what? They travel a lot. They do a lot of, like... It's tough being on those private jets, getting those six-handed massages. I understand. But, like, you were working... I mean, you worked really hard when we first had Lincoln, Mm -hmm. so you were working in a different... Capacity. Dude, I was driving a cab I twelve hours a day. I know. Are you gonna compare? No, no, no. I, okay. No, no, no. Okay. But cool. what I'm saying is, I was home with the baby. There's mm-hmm. like a different. You know, you can ask any young mother. There's a different. Um, I don't know. It's just a, it's a different uh, feeling. It's just exhausting. You're never off. There's not a break. You mm-hmm. can't go to the bathroom without yes. like having oh, to course. set up the That's, baby so but, that they you again, can see it. But again, if you think in a million years. The logistics for young mothers are anything close to what Meghan Markle is doing. I'm sure. I'm sure she has help. I'm sure. Absolutely. But, you know, I I appreciate the fact that they want to take time with themselves. Wouldn't you want to, like, the three of us go off somewhere for six weeks and just, like, hang out? I don't know about the three of us. (laughs) Me and Lincoln. (laughs) Well, you take three weeks with them. I'll take three weeks. (laughs) Me and Lincoln do three. You have your three. <laughs> Actually, I could get behind that. But I thought it was absurd, Jenny. Their whole lives are a break. Like, what did the, what did the, what? 
Like really? Yeah, I a mean, six week break. I said what? So a so break uh, from what? This reminds me of like remember when Rob? So then Gronkowski, why does it matter? Why does it matter if they're not doing anything? If they're I, just that's saying, what I'm saying it, is it then, is a you know, farce. Whatever. It is a farce on its face. That's the point. <laughs> it is a farce. Their life is a break. And what it, what bothers me about them is I feel like they're letting the world down. And I'll tell you why, Jenny Phelan. It's because royalty, okay, obviously we're not all going to be British royalty. We're not born into that inbred family that's been around for 500 years and, you know, kind of did its thing and spawned Harry, mm -hmm. who married, and Meghan, and, and all that jazz. Mm -hmm. uh, but that being said, I think there was always something aspirational about royalty being royalty, which is like embrace the fact that you live this life of spectacular prosperity. Mm -hmm. You never work. You never do anything. You fly around the country. You meet villagers that are poor, dance with them, act like you give a shit, right. get back in your private jet go to the next place get a massage cook a fabulous meal sit on you know billions of dollars in cash but they're trying to sell this like oh we're just like you guys and i feel like that sets us back because we're not supposed to all be the same we are supposed to have people that are affluent and and, and wildly uh privileged uh just because you could say aspire to maybe be that maybe to make that kind of life for yourself so i don't appreciate it jenny Fela. and the charade they're like, oh, we just need a break from taking a break. It reminded me of, I was trying to say this earlier, but you just trampled my thought, which you do. It's like it's like the fourth week of the show, and you have just taken over the show now. You are, you've gotten a lot of compliments. You got a big head. I'm kidding, Jenny. I love you. You're looking at me like I mean any of this. <laughs> I can't tell. Jenny, I can never criticize you. I can never. My God. Like, you know, like we, me and Kennedy always say, like, we have a no compliment policy and all that. And yeah. we're always tough on each other. Like, I can't even with a straight face attempt to criticize you. <laughs> like, the joke of our life when you see a picture of you and you see a picture of me. And I'm not saying I don't present well. You do. But of course, but I'm a mess. You know, you are you. You are just the picture of excellence in oh, every geez. way, shape, or form. That being said, I, not on vacation, <laughs> which is what I'm trying to get here, right. get to here. Right. Is I wonder if they're taking a break from traveling because, yeah. like, you and I, they fight on vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Because you and I. Could be. Only Travel fight. can be. Yes. Yeah, stressful. Only fight on vacation. Right. So I wonder if Prince Harry also is like very, um, doesn't pack his stuff on time, just kind of only worries about himself. <laughs> where are you I going bet, with this? I don't understand where I you're going with maybe this. maybe Megan was just like, you know what? I'm sick and tired of doing everything. <laughs> you you make the plan and say, hey, we're going to go here and then sit back until it's time to walk out the door. Dude. Maybe she's like, hey, I'm done with this. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> Shut up. Jenny, what do you know? What do you know? You say, you're saying I'm a high maintenance travel partner. Is that what you're saying? Because I'm always excited to go. Uh, uh, to your point, I am the guy who plans the trip. Mm -hmm. um, you always plan great trips. You do. I do plan do. Yeah. solid trips. Um, um, but 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 I don't consider myself to be uh, the creator of adversity. I think I know you don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's part of the problem. <laughs> oh, I Jenny. absolutely believe that you believe that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you suck. I think. I think, and I just okay. wonder. Because Meghan Markle is someone who has fired six staffers already. Oh. She's baby, ripped through staffers. Or a Buckingham Palace assistants okay. or wherever the hell she lives. They've, okay. got, they've had a lot of turnover in this okay. administration. But I think that perhaps like yourself, mm -hmm. she manufactures a lot of adversity. <laughs> she has a great life, mm -hmm. but she <laughs> likes to stress out over nothing mm. because you need you you run on that adversity you run on that urgency like right. i watch you leave the house in the morning the love uh -huh. of my life i'm always sad to see you go 
<laughs> most days. <laughs> most days. I am very sad. I don't want you to go. So I'm not going to see you till the end of the day. And you've okay. got your Jenny so Phelan, get, man. Yeah, what are you the saying? The sun in my sky. Well, some days it's cloudy out. I mean, there are some mornings, <laughs> no, where, you know, you, you you will stress out a lot in the morning about, you know, I got to get this done, I got to get that done, I got to get here, I got to get there. But mm-hmm. in the history of your job, I don't think you've ever been late to work once in the history. And that's now some why. people would say, yeah, that's because. That's good. Just, no, 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 no. <laughs> but it's not. At this point, you have to accept, yeah, you're going to make it. Mm. Calm down. Yeah. Everybody, calm oh, down, okay. Jenny All right. But listen. But, but listen. what I'm saying there. is maybe Megan. <laughs> Is a travel monster. I don't think she is because, again, back to circumstance. You were saying earlier, she's a new mom. She goes through all this stuff. I don't believe she's packing for vacation the same way you are, meaning she's packing up the kids, packing up herself, mm-hmm. you know, pretending she's packing up the right. husband who packs himself. Com- I do pack right. myself completely. Right. Um, uh, which I love, by the way, because people always be like, oh, did Jenny pick out that sport coat? I'm like, Jenny wants nothing to do with this. No, coat. no. <laughs> I don't touch your clothes. No, 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 no. All that swag is all mine. Yes. And all mine, baby. <laughs> all yours. But I, I was just wondering if possibly the, the, the fact that they do have this spectacular life, they do fly all over the world, has become a challenge because she's a monster traveler. And he might be too. Yeah. But I see it as being her because Prince Harry is a pussy. I don't know if I can say that on the air. <laughs> But like whenever you read all of his empowered, you know, his his emasculated beta quotes he likes yeah. to give about women and everything and all, yeah. which is great. You should love women. You should celebrate them. Um, but it doesn't mean you have to, you know, turn in your balls, right, you know, which right. Prince Harry kind of has. Well, I think they're of a generation, too, where they're kind of listening to what the crowd mentality yeah, is saying. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't yeah. make it right. I know. But I feel like maybe they're playing into that. Hey, we're just one of us. Like, to your point, yeah. when they're like, just act like royals. Like, mm-hmm. it's a big privilege. It's something that not many people yeah. can do. But I think they're kind of like, hey, you know, pulling mm-hmm. back because people are kind of pushing against that, even though yeah. they shouldn't. I know. But I think they're playing into that. And, you know, and, and also the paparazzi, like, it plays a big part. I mean, especially in that family. Think about it. Yeah. You know, so maybe like with the no travel thing also mm-hmm. keeps them more hold up in the castle, mm-hmm. wherever they are, and they don't have to deal with the outside yeah, as Basically, much. Harry wants to play Xbox and get day drunk <laughs> sure, without getting harassed. And listen, without if getting you're yelled a at prince, by his wife. you should be able to do that. You should all day. <laughs> he should be Arthur. Yeah. He should be stumbling out across the Paris ground in a robe, yeah. this furry red tummy sticking out. <laughs> ginger. Oh, Is that what you, they call him a ginger, tummy. right? Yeah, yeah. You know what's so funny? I made it to like the, I'm 42. I made it to the age of like 35 without ever even hearing that term. Really? Who weird. You know, like I never eat a jelly bean. Yes. Just I just got out of bed one day, realized I never had. And then You're I was like, like at this point, yeah, I just can't. Yeah. It's more immoral to eat one at this point than it would to just ride it out. But why you do you think? Like, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, why do you think uh, we we fight on vacation? Do you think it's do you think because I really want to talk about it mm-hmm. beyond <laughs> the fact that I do think, you know, you create a sense of urgency as a way of getting things done. And I'm not I'm not holding yeah. that against you. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm sure if you do that. And you have a guy on the other end who really, I do concede that I will wait till the last second, but I get everything done, but mm. I just work at my own pace. Right. Because part of my enjoyment um, of being off in any capacity mm-hmm. is as I finally have a chance to take my time. Because right. I am not living a take my time No, life no, no, you're not. On any level. No. But that being said, do you think it's because um, we're so used to having so much on our plate that we just freak out because we don't? Well, n- I don't know. Like, I think you take vacation and like you said I mean you work harder than anybody I know so when you're off you're off but then that doesn't mean that other things don't need to be done in the meantime mm-hmm. and I feel like that right, enough I about over. sex Jenny enough about sex I'm talking about travel stop, stop. all right go ahead but then I feel like I'm picking up the extra slack and then mm-hmm. when you're the person 
watching, you know, making sure everything is done with for the kid and let's mm. do this and make sure we do this. Mm-hmm. And then you see the other person completely like checked out, oh, like, hey, yeah. I'm on vacation. I sure am. It's like, it gets a little like, oh, it's so I'm nice. here too. I like to relax oh, too. Oh, Jenny. <laughs> Such a victim. Oh, yeah. Hey, Jenny playing the victim <laughs> card on vacation again. No, but I mean, but we don't, love I, the work to the our refs. credit though, mm-hmm. like we will fight on vacation but we don't fight the entire time. Most no, of the time. no, we you stop know, we to eat. Do, we but, always yeah. stop to eat. <laughs> then while the food's coming, yeah, yeah. we fight you know till what? it lands. And, and we do talk about how we, you know, in adversity, we're okay. Mm-hmm. The last trip we took, we faced a lot of adversity. There was a mouse. There was heat, like overwhelming heat. Oh, Vermont? Yeah, and we were wow. fine. We had a great like, trip that was- to Vermont. <laughs> I mean, this is what's so funny, though. Uh we went to that. We had the Vermont trip in the, in July at our pal Janine's house. That was mm-hmm. epic. Mm-hmm. We cooked out every day. I got so drunk on Sunday. I held the pizza guy hostage and he hung yeah. out at our house for two hours. But the, the, the trip we went on last week to see the leaves in Vermont that you're talking about, we left three days early. But we didn't fight. We didn't <laughs> yeah, fight once. Yeah, yeah. But we did leave three days early. Yeah. There was a mouse. It was a, ma- it was a mess. <laughs> there was a lot going on. Uh, and it was uncharacteristically hot for October. So I think we were within our rights to leave three days early. Right, right. Um, but, but. To, to your point, though, we actually did that and didn't fight. Yeah. So maybe the answer is road trips. Seriously. Yeah, maybe. Because we fight on plane trips. California. Right. Oh. Right. Like, I I tried tricking you to the wrong gate before we left for California because <laughs> I was so done with you by well, the time I, we got on I'm that plane. And I'm also very, if, if I'm not like 15 <laughs> minutes early, I'm late. I, I you know, yeah, I yeah. mean, to your point about work, uh-huh. I, I just, I have to, I have to be there at 815. Mm-hmm. If I'm not there at eight, I'm like, I'm late. That's it. Uh-huh. Like, there's, I don't know. There's just something in my brain. I've yeah. always been like that. And you're just kind of like, well, if I show up close to the time no, I'm supposed I'm to be there. very punctual. At work. Uh-huh. At work, I'm sure. Yeah. Anywhere else, no. <laughs> Stop it, Jenny Fela. No, your friends can tell me, like, you know, when we first started dating, they would always call me and say, Jimmy says you guys are on your way. Where is he really? And I go, he just got in the shower. They're like, okay, <laughs> that's why we called you. Like, Jenny. <laughs> that's a real thing. Jenny, you know that's that. that's not true. Don't, I, who would even listen to this girl? This Steve, Ray, come well, on. They can relax. Help me out. Great, great guys. They can relax. Um, so, so I don't know though, because maybe it is for us. I'm really trying to diagnose us through them. That's what I used to do as a cab driver. Mm-hmm. I would listen to people's problems and be like, what, what do I do that's similar or not similar? Yeah. Um, so maybe it is flying because I'm, I'm going to recap a couple vacations for you. Okay. Let's have this talk. Um, no fighty in two trips to Vermont this year. Nope. No fighty. Pretty good. Yeah. Okay. California was a pretty rough first day or two. Yeah. Um, Colorado? I don't think so. Did we fight in Colorado? I don't I, think I, we did. did. I think we did. No, we didn't. Oh, you know what? Not really fight, but when we were up on that mountain and we were like really close to the edge, like oh, that, yeah, okay. that got That's me a little, fair. but that That's was fair. like just, you're I was tense. nervous. No, yeah. no, you're tense. That's fair. <laughs> I was watching, well, you know, um, my death. <laughs> we fought in Venice, the fight Did of we? the century. Yes. In St. Mark's Square, we split up. And I was going to go get you, but all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this symphony orchestra started playing the James Bond song. (laughs) And I was like, oh, this is amazing. I'm not going anywhere. It was on their actual anniversary because we were like trying to pick out a restaurant on a canal somewhere. Oh, yeah. You were were probably being really annoying. Banged up and day drunk. (laughs) Well, there, that could could be part of it. Yes. We drink more on vacation. Yes, that's what it is. So maybe we don't fight sober. I'm trying to get to the bottom of it. You know, I I mean, I I loved our Italy trip, though. I didn't think that was. Oh, anytime especially absolutely. venice so no, that's what i actually bought you a ticket you're leaving tomorrow <laughs> oh, so amazing fun, jenny <laughs> stop it we got more show i don't know i guess what we've figured out here is one of us is really good in relationships mm-hmm. and he's going to share his knowledge <laughs>
<laughs> when we come back, it's a game called Will It Work? We will open up the New York Times wedding announcements and see if these people have any shot being as happy as we are. <laughs> yes, they Don't yes. look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Tonight, on an all-new intervention, we go inside the disturbing new addiction that's bringing America to its knees. My name is Doug Fritz, and I am addicted to yelling at celebrities on Twitter. Everyone in my feed was bashing Ellen DeGeneres, so I did it too, and I got 50 likes. I was like, wow, this is cool. Yelling at celebrities on Twitter was a high like nothing I'd ever felt before. It made me feel morally superior on issues I didn't even know anything about. I was getting a huge rush of approval from people I'd never even met, but they must be cool because they agree with me. I started skipping family functions just so I could try and get complete strangers fired from their jobs. And then I hit rock bottom. My boss saw my hate-filled tweets about the people who were spreading hate. And I got fired. Intervention. The yelling at celebrities on Twitter epidemic. I don't want to put down my phone. Nobody likes me in the real world. There it is. All happy times over here (laughs) on Everybody Calm Down. We play video game music. We take the edge off because people really did spend all week yelling at celebrities on Twitter. Yep. But Friday's about escapism on this program. Jenny and I get together. We work through some things. We try to get off the campaign trail, so to speak, because, like, the truth is, Jenny Fallon, there is no escapism anymore. Like, right. late-night comedy used to be escapism. Mm-hmm. You'd all laugh at the news, because at the end of the day, the common, you know, the running joke about politics was always, eh, deep down, we know all these people are full of shit. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, the running joke. Was yeah. like, I'm a Republican, I'm a Democrat, but deep down, we know they're all full of shit. Right now, we've kind of sectioned off into like one half of our, our society is like, well, I'm with these people who are full of shit. Yeah, and you're like, screw you, you idiot. I'm going with those people yeah. who are full of shit. We're all fighting, so I've got to come on the air and play gosh dang video game music and tell everybody to calm down, calm down, chill out, be yep. a Mictor's guy, be a Mictor's gal. Yep. God dang it, Jenny Fella. The name of this game is called Will It Work. We do it every week, sometimes with other couples. Dean Imperial and Tessa Borbridge come out. Mm-hmm. We are actually. It's so funny, by the way. I, I never want to talk to anybody but them. I love talking to them. Yeah. But nobody else will come on because they're all like, I don't know if they're going to ask us about our lives, babe, you know? <laughs> and that's, you know, I don't know, have some balls. Come on the show. Yeah. We should start bringing on like other celebrity couples aside from Dean and Tess. Yeah. Just to see if they can hang. But I have a suspe- I have the sneaking suspicion they can't because I don't know why we do this to ourselves. Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> I don't I either. I don't know. Uh, but it, now is not our time, Jenny Fela. Nope. Let's not be here. Wearing white at this couple's wedding. This couple got married uh, this mm-hmm. past week. Here we go. I'm going to read you the New York Times wedding announcements. Jenny and I will determine. 
Will it work? Sarah Beverly, first and middle name is, is all I can give you. And Justin Samuel, just married. Just last week, October the 19th, last Saturday night, at the Wynwood Ranch in Paso Robles, California. Now, I do believe it's Peso Robles. Okay. I, my Spanish isn't the best. You say. As I once said on Kennedy, the only time I hear Spanish is if I come home from work early. Some guy's climbing out of my bedroom. You're the, you're the guy that just adds an O to every word. And yeah. you're like, yeah, yeah, it's Spanish. Queso, robo. Oh, this Desco. Well, De- <laughs> Desco. So they got married last Saturday night at the Wynwood Ranch. Uh, pretty swanky place, by the way. Look very similar to like what would be a winery uh, wedding. Okay. Horses in the lot and mm, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh Friend of the couple who became a universal life minister for the occasion, officiated. Always nice. Yeah. Ken- Kennedy, a lot of that. Yeah. Kennedy did that for Guy Benson, ripped it up. Yeah. I would know I, I, I wasn't bet. on the guest list. <laughs> Guy. I just fill in on your radio show, <laughs> which I just did this Monday for three hours. But no, I don't. What do I want to be there for? What do I, what interest did Jenny, Phil, and I have in a trip to California with unlimited wine for three days? It's, you know. But anyway, Guy, congrats. Congrats to you and Adam. Uh, anyway, the bride, 34. Is a comedy writer and libretist, which means she scores. She writes like symphony. Okay. From May, I, I only, you just made a face. Like, yeah. what is that? Yeah. Same face I made for the whole article, and then I Googled it. Good. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So don't feel bad. I'm not okay. here to put you out, Jenny. Come on. From May through August, she was a staff writer on the Paramount television show Made for Love, created by Patrick Somerville and based on the novel of the same name by Alyssa Nutting. It is to premiere on HBO Max in 2020. Okay. So she wrote for a show that's coming to HBO. Cool. Good for her. She's mm-hmm. doing all right. She also co-wrote the libretto for Hopscotch and opera for 24 Cars. Wrote the libretto for the Los Angeles Master Chorale's Oratorio, Dreams of the New World, with the composer Ellen Reed. So she's a pretty happening comedy yeah. writer slash composer. Staying busy. And I want to jump in and say, if she's a good, I don't know that she's a good comedy writer, but if she's decent and she's also a composer, mm-hmm. a very talented person right yeah. here, which, which comes in handy creative, yeah. because I think as we found, um, the creative process is a great muse mm-hmm. that like, that's like the affair you really get to have that keeps things fresh as you get to wander off into this other realm, mm-hmm. uh, where you get real escapism from your day to day. Cause you're indulging these creative ideas, mm-hmm. which I think is mm-hmm. great. So, uh, kudos to that. Uh, the bride graduated from Brown, received a master of fine arts and creative writing from NYU. All right. So she's got about, you know, 750,000 in student debt. Uh, she is the daughter of Kimberly G of Houston. Her mother, a registered nurse retired as a home health aide in Houston. Okay. So hardly the pedigree. Uh, they don't mention her father at all. Okay. But I'm assuming because you yeah, do Brown not get NYU. into. Yeah. But yeah. what I'm saying is you don't usually get into the New York Times wedding announcements unless your parents like either own the paper or are diplomats or right, whatever. Right. Well, let's so her see mom him. being a home health aide in Houston is great. Yeah. Let's yeah. get to him. Uh, the Groom 39 is a film director, writer and producer based in Los Angeles and Guatemala City. Mm. It's an interesting uh, <laughs> dual commute right there. He graduated cum loud from Cornell. Received a Master of Fine Arts in Film Production and Directing from the University of California, Los Angeles. He is also a visiting professor at Francisco Marroquin University in Guatemala City. So that's why he's doing both. He's a director that got into teaching, is my guess. And let me give you why. Well, his most recent film, The Automatic Hate, premiered in 2015 at the South by Southwest Film Festival in Austin. Uh, His other films have premiered at international film festivals such as the Telluride Film Festival and the Toronto International Film Festival. Now, generally speaking, if they're talking about where they they premiered, Mm -hmm. it means they didn't get picked up. Right, right, right. So he probably went into teaching as Mm -hmm. a way of, you know, 
basically, uh, we say in showbiz, like they're survival gigs. Yeah. You know, you yeah, do yeah. something that pays the bills right. while you keep taking shots yep. at your dream life. And hopefully this pans out for this fine fella. Yep. But it sounds like his wife is pretty successful. Yeah. That, let's jump in right there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a thing now in 2019. You know, uh, the more successful wife, some guys are threatened by that. I'm I'm not. Right. I mean, if if you were a trillionaire, yeah. I could be Kevin Federline. Yeah, in a any second. day. <laughs> yeah, right. Like yeah. I could revert yeah. to like twenty year old me. Yeah. Because the joke of it is I, I defy you to find a harder working person than me. Yeah. But at the same time, the running joke is like me in you my twenties. Ready to yeah. Oh yeah, my yeah. God. Like twenty year old <laughs> me, I used to play Five seasons of Madden a day. Twenty, like Try 26, uh, uh, yeah, 27. We were just a video game playing dirtbag. I mean, I'd go out and do comedy and stuff and make right. a living. Right, but I love to do nothing. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not wired to do that. But that no. being said, so she is clearly the more successful of the two. He is the son of Jacqueline V and Richard M of Wayland, Massachusetts. Mass holes. Patriots fans, Mm -hmm. jerks. The groom's (laughs) mother is a professor at Applied Developmental and Educational Psychology at the Lynch School of Education and Human Development at Boston College, B.C. Okay. His father is the Bergstrom Chair in Applied Developmental Science and the director of the Institute for Applied Research in Youth Development at Tufts University. Okay. Ah, Koppelman went to Tufts. Mm. So there you go. So that's a good uh, showbiz lineage right there. You might be able to follow in Brian's footsteps and... Be on billions on Showtime mm-hmm. and be mad at some of your friends for working at Fox News. That'd be nice. Uh, Mr. Lerner first met Ms. Labrie in 2008 in Los Angeles. He had gone to meet with a film agent at a talent agency where she worked as an assistant. Okay. So at the time, he is the uh, director. She is an assistant walking into an office. How old is she, did you say, at the beginning? 34. Okay. So in 2008, 11 years ago, she was 23. Uh, and only like he four was years 28. Okay. Yeah, yeah, middle yeah, yeah. of the road different. Mm-hmm. But she was an assistant. I remember being stuck, uh, struck by how, no, he wasn't, st- he's stuck now. Yeah. <laughs> he <was> st- sorry, <laughs> let's back it up. Yeah. I remember being struck by how pretty she was, Mr. Lerner said. But since she said almost nothing to me other than, hi, I'll show you into his office and do you want a bottle of water? I figured that was going to be the first and last time I would see her. Mm-hmm. You know, basic, you know, yeah. interaction, throwaway stuff. As it turned out, he would see her again a year later at an IHOP in Marina del Rey, California, as they both were celebrating the birthday of another assistant from the same agency. Oh. I got to tell you, this agency really knows how to splurge. (laughs) (laughs) Really. (laughs) Spare no expense. Come on. Would you like to add a short stack to that for an extra dollar? It's your birthday after all. Go shorty. It's your birthday. Uh, When Mr. Lerner arrived, the only open seat was next to a large metal column propping up the ceiling. <laughs> On the other side of the column was Ms. Labrie, whom Mr. Lerner recognized immediately. Mm. Oh, that girl from the... Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. I got to tell you, let me just jump in. Um, picking up a girl at IHOP. It's, it's interesting. I like it. I mean, of course you do. I mean... <laughs> You just I'm not fancy. You just heard. No, you're not. I love it about you. I mean, that's, that might be our superpower. Is just how low maintenance we are, unless we're traveling. But yeah. um, but back to this. Um, here he goes. It was hard to make conversation around the column. He said, but I managed to put together that Sarah lived in Koreatown, a neighborhood near downtown Los Angeles, where I'd also just rented an apartment. They began chatting, and by the end of breakfast, they exchanged contact information, which is fun. that would fit our story well. Mm-hmm. Like we met in a comedy club in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we could just as easily have met in an IHOP, yes. which is cute. <laughs> but it's also because like LA, they're in the film industry. Yeah. I don't, you know what the bill for food was at this party? Probably seven bucks. 
None of these people <laughs> eat IHOP. Like I believe for real, because mm-hmm. I'm a very cynical human being. I don't believe this part is true. No? No, I believe they probably met at something fancier and they want to sound folksy. I don't know. I could I be know. wrong. Maybe it depends on who the assistant was, yeah, who right. they were celebrating. Yeah, you're right. Like that really could have been like yeah. her like. Like this assistant, whoever it was, clearly didn't witness any like casting couch shenanigans because right. you don't take that person to IHOP. <laughs> that person goes to a pop-up version of the Palm that they've yeah. opened up for one night just for you. Yeah. Like, wow, my waitress is Beyonce? Like they really go all out <laughs> for that person. Uh, he was really smart and very friendly, she said. A week later, they went on a first date to a coffee shop in Los Angeles. During their 90-minute conversation, Ms. Labrie mentioned that she recently had her car totaled in an accident and was taking the bus back and forth from Koreatown to Beverly Hills for work. Mm-hmm. Female drivers, Jenny Fallon. I've never told those jokes because, to be honest with you, I've never found you to be a bad driver. No, I'm not. Never. We never argue in the car. No. You never, Listen, like... I- I, no, freak I'm out a good when I driver. tell you to turn or well, make a right or if I'm someone's such a good driver us. until you're in the car I next to me. I don't know why though. Because you put so much pressure. Like you just like make me like tense up. Like I took my driving test. I was driving. So I was grew up on a farm. So uh-huh. I knew how to drive when I was 12. <laughs> like did. I didn't take all of my hours because my driver's uh-huh. ed teacher's like, listen, you know, you know, you drive a tractor. You know how to do this. <laughs> like, I'm not wasting your time or my time. <laughs> it just, you know. They looked around Wapakoneta in 1995 or whatever it was and was like, listen, and what are you going to hit? Yeah. <laughs> What's going to happen? The cow will move can, yeah, by the time can, you eventually get We can replant. There. We can reseed the area. What's going what's gonna to be hit here? Yeah. Uh, but I get it. Uh, but she crashed the car. Uh, and, and so what happened is he offered to drive her to work. Okay. Wound up doing so every day of the following week. He was so incredibly kind, she said. I began to wonder if I was really lucky enough to have met someone so considerate and generous. It's so funny because why is he driving to work? Right. It's not right, kind. Right. right. It's not considerate, generous. <laughs> I, mean, he, I mean, but whatever. He did it. Like, oh, yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You need a ride, baby. He probably yeah. cut the brake lines in her car so she'd crash <laughs> so he could have five shots of the title on the way to work every week. And I admire that. Always be closing. Uh, they were dating steadily within a week. He took her to a Fourth of July party in Los Angeles where they shared their first kiss. Oh, my God. Mm. That hits home for me because I have been to a great 4th of July party in Los Angeles. The only person I had to kiss, unfortunately, was my brother Mike. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't really have any options because you were back here. Uh, And you know how I feel about the people I work with, so that's out of the question. (laughs) The moment we kissed, it all felt so right, Ms. Labrie said. I was sure I had met the man I was going to marry. Mm. My God! Woo! And here we are. They met in 2008. Wow. Uh... It took uh, a year later, 2009. She was certain she had met the man she was going to marry. And 10 years, ten years later, later, they got married. That, I was just doing what? the math like, Are wait a minute. Leave it out. There is a little bit of a mystery here, Jenny. Yeah. Taylor. Is there not? They don't, they don't say anything else. That's the end. Nothing. So they broke up for a while. Yes. They, they definitely bro- did. Broke up, played yes. the field, realized came back they around. liked each other. You know, Remember this was going to be it. Yeah. These are screenwriters. Yeah. And they were means, young when they met. Uh huh. But it means they've jump cut to this portion <laughs> yeah. in time. If you <laughs> On meet, the editing room floor. <laughs> yes, they cut out a big chunk of yeah, scene here. Yeah. Big jump cut. If you meet somebody that you're certain you're going to marry and, and do wind up marrying them, uh, great. you know. But 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 that 10-year difference in between, yeah, that's uh, usually a tell of something. Right. Because they didn't say anything like, you know, fundamentally, we were just kind of like, we didn't really think we needed to get married. You know, because some people are just, yeah. I know people that I went to high school with that have been together forever. They're together. They have a family. They have kids. Mm-hmm. They just don't get married. Yes. And, you know, and they're, they're 
faithful, they're loyal, it's fine. But it doesn't say that in there, which makes me think something else happened in between. Yeah, this is, an, uh, I think, I think more of a settlement than a marriage. Like, they yeah. both went out in the world, got beat up a while. Yeah, like, you know, but you know what? Some so people bad. do that before they meet each other. You yeah. know, like, we both had that, and then we just happened to meet at the right time. Mm-hmm. You know, they might not have gone through that first. So, so, they, so can you forgive this? I can forgive it. So your verdict yeah. is, your verdict is it will work. I, th- I think it'll work. I think there's, you know, there was a lot of uh, overlap with things that mm-hmm. happened with us. And, you know, you kind of knew. And it was it was nice. They, you know, he met her, liked her, but like didn't pursue it. And a year later, he sees her. There was a lot of little things that kind of happened in their favor, mm-hmm. you know, so that they could meet again mm-hmm. and whatever. So you're you're buying these two screenwriters description. <laughs> That's true. Because they wouldn't make up a story. We've got two screeners. We know they wouldn't make up a story. My verdict. You know what? Yeah. My verdict. (laughs) They just need to cast Catherine Heigl and just make it a bomb. Come on. I think she's got two car accidents on her resume now. This one, (laughs) this one is not working, Jenny. Uh, I don't see it happening. And I want to be very clear about this. I root for couples. Mm -hmm. I am so guilty every time a couple gets divorced. Because I feel like I have wrongfully misled a lot of people getting into ma- getting married. Not because getting married isn't couldn't be the greatest thing in the world. It's because I believe we have a very abnormal marriage mm-hmm. in that <laughs> we are wildly happy. Yeah, we're not those people. We're not like self help authors who claim we're happy. Right, right, right. And we're both filling up the bathtub and screaming in at night. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer a pillow. Yeah, Jenny prefers a pillow. <laughs> I prefer a bathtub. But I've had so many friends my age get married because they're like, oh, look how happy Jimmy Fallon is." with that farm girl but you're a farm girl you're a low maintenance wonderful human being and it's not to say it's all the girl's fault you know maybe you should marry a farm boy instead yeah. of you know i'm, I'm just saying me. in general you hey hey me. hey uh listen i've seen that farmer's I only think account about it i don't think you've taken anything off the table <laughs> jenny going on a hayride <laughs> hey <laughs> but um but but i i root for couples i don't think yeah. this one has any chance i just i I'm very cynical of all things Hollywood. Yeah. And when I see that big jump cut, yeah. I don't love it. With no explanation. None at all. And there's another yeah. factor. Even though I can't vouch for this guy personally, mm-hmm. showbiz couples generally tend to not work because inevitably one of them has to be more successful than the right. other. And, and, and you're that, in the same field. Yes. And right. that eventually yeah. um, draws like a, a, a schism between the two yeah. because, yeah. you know, one of them is made to feel very insecure. And yeah. that's showbiz. I mean, if you are the most successful showbiz person in the world you feel insecure yeah. because you're just competing against your last opening right. I mean to think there are box office stars who make 30 million a film right who are insecure it's mm-hmm. so like I gotta mm-hmm. you know I need this right. Mission Impossible to open as big as the last Mission right. Impossible did right and, and they it, do say like Hollywood couples with both of them you know they tend not to last that long mm-hmm. and the ones who have successful actors and whatever who have successful marriages tend to have like a wife who's like a teacher or just you, need you know a somebody yeah you need it, a it does keep you grounded it keeps you like hey like our whatever our, I don't want to say those marriages because I, I tend to say oh this and the, uh, this person this person's uh, great and then uh, they get divorced yeah, like six months later a uh, faith Helen I, uh, Tim McGraw still together yeah wow. there's the one that's the, that's the one, that's the one that I 
when we met, and I'm like, oh, celebrity marriage is bullshit. You're like, not Faith and Tim. They probably haven't seen each other in like three that years. That could be true. They're probably like George and Kelly and They're Conway. more of like a, yeah. Yeah, they've probably never even seen each other. Yeah. You know, but no, you do. It's good to have that balance, you know? Yeah. Our relationship has one superstar and me, mm-hmm. and also me. You really are the talent, and I, I don't mind conceding it, but Stop. I'm happy to run out to the podium and play the more successful guy every day. But anyone in our house just dies laughing. Like, we come home at night, close the door, and just laugh. <laughs> like, they put me on TV again. <laughs> Do you believe this shit? <laughs> we got to take a quick break. We'll come back. Strip club or daycare, Jenny Fela. By the way, Jenny, mm-hmm. you know, Vince, Vince Neal got really fat. Yeah. And on the Internet, I this is me and Vic at work. Uh, my boss on Kennedy laughs so hard. The Internet, people call him Vince Meal. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny to me. <laughs> fat uh. cherubic Vince Meal. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this game is called Strip Club or Daycare. Mm-hmm. I'm going to quiz Jenny about some of her old employers. <laughs> I was really meant at a daycare, too, because you did work, you know, oh. in babysitting. <laughs> you do usually Guiltily, make that joke. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Right now, you have never lost. Nope. The last time me and you played this game, just you and me, you went five for five. Yeah. Which is... <laughs> The kind of results that makes me want to start snooping around for a bank account I don't know about. <laughs> You'll never find <laughs> it. all less cash. <laughs> but let's give it a go. Let's see if you, you still have what it takes, Jenny Fela. Uh, we begin tonight in Gahana, Ohio. Is that oh. Ghana? Is that Ghana or Gahana? Gahana. Gahana? Mm-hmm. Gahana. You don't say it like that. <laughs> it's called the Sunshine House in Gahana, Ohio. <laughs> Would you like a lap dance? (laughs) (laughs) That's more of a Cleveland act. That's, you know, Cleases, like Toledo. Yeah. The Sunshine House in Gahanna, Ohio. Jenny, is it a strip club or is it a daycare? That's right around Columbus. Mm. I should phone a friend. Um, I'm going to say daycare. You're going to say daycare. And Jenny Fela is off and running. Babes in Toyland in East Lansing, Michigan. Mm. Babes in Toyland. Isn't that a movie? Yeah. Is it a mo- band? A bit? No, it's an, an old... It is, like yeah. an 80s Hollywood... Ho- uh, Isn't it like a Christmas? Might be. Babes in time. Ho, ho, ho. I think it you is. Maybe. Like a really old, though. Um, mm-hmm. mm. I'm going to say... Mm. Strip club. Jenny Fela. Ah. Unbelievable. Yeah. One in one. The Toy Chest in Detroit, Michigan. Strip club. You said strip Detroit. club. <laughs> I was gonna give you. I was gonna give you, you a said hint. Where it was? I was like, <laughs> it's all strip. Are clubs. there any daycares well, there anymore? Like, uh, it's, it's both. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was gonna give you a hint, and then I, I like, 
you got this right too quick anyway, but the hint was going to be that Dean and I have been there. <laughs> well, well I know. that wouldn't tell me. Hell, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dean. Oh. You leave Dean out of this. <laughs> <laughs> me. Hold on a second. Uh, champions mm. in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Oh, now, see, we had a Champions the Did last you? time with Tess, but I don't think it was the same place. No, it wasn't. And now I'm trying to think of what that it one was. was. Um, I'm going to say Strip Club. Champions in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Yeah. Jenny Fela. Ah. This next answer. Ooh, I'm, is I'm, I'm we'll two for two? We'll decide it. Two and two. Ah. Two and two. Let's make it a good one. Two and two. Jenny for the win. At the site of our honeymoon. Because mm. <laughs> I'm a baller. Yeah. Because <laughs> I splurged. <laughs> we head to Chicago, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Is the pink monkey. Oh, jeez. In Chicago, <laughs> Illinois. The pink uh, monkey. Is it a strip club? This is so hard. Is it a daycare? Lincoln would go All right, to, I that's what say, she said. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I'm, uh, I'm going to say... Uh, I'm going to say day, no. <laughs> daycare. You say daycare. Yeah. And that is your final answer. Yeah. Jenny Fela. Ah, okay. Two and three for it's the just first so absurd. time ever, uh, Jenny Fela. Love is dead. <laughs> Why do we even come on the air? <laughs> well, I can't get them all right every week. I have to throw you off a little. Yeah. You know, because. Yeah. Well, that's there's a reason we're quizzing you and not me. <laughs> you're like name you're like naming the bouncer, like what time Sapphire goes on. Like, this guy's a hundred for a hundred. The full schedule. I've never seen anything like this. The best place to park, the best diner close by. <laughs> yeah, the, in my game, you're actually quizzing me on other venues and asking me what they're closer to. Yeah, and I'm still getting them right. <laughs> Not proud of that. Uh, watch the Kennedy program on Fox Business Monday through Thursday at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Download the Blue Rush podcast. Official New York Post, New York Giants, NFL show. I am. It is not a Gatorade, by the way. I, it's it driving me crazy. Like Blue Rush. I fought against this. See yeah. what happened is they had another name in mind that they couldn't get the copyright to. Okay. So they went with this. I mean, like it. Blue Rush, Pass Rush, Lawrence Taylor, Carl Banks. And a mm-hmm. shout out to Carl Banks, who joined me on the very first installment of the Blue Rush podcast this past Monday. He was fantastic. Yep. Uh, check us out next week. We'll be on Monday and Thursday. And you can hear me all next week. Uh, I'll be hosting Fox Across America on Fox News Radio from noon to 3 p.m. That's Jimmy Fallon. Somehow they have left me in charge of like 50 radio stations. Nice. And it's just, I'm just filling in, but... My hunch is I'm going to get the gig. You want to know why? Why? Because I'm going to barricade myself into the studio. <laughs> he ain't coming out. I'm not coming out. I'm not saying I deserve it. I'm not saying they want to give it to me on any level. But I'm I'll slide saying, you a pizza under the yeah, door. Keep you I'm up. going like full Eamon Bundy. You know those cattle herders who are just like, we're going to occupy the land? If I'm coming out of that studio, I am coming out dead. So tune in next week because I'll be making broadcast history one way or the other. A big fat special thank you to the love of my life, uh, Marianne Fela, for raising me so well. No, I'm kidding, Jenny. I love you. You're the best. Party's over. Get out. Calm down.
Go home to mommy. Go home. Bye. Go home to mommy. Go home to mommy.